0: Good day, folks. Pastor Jim Thomas from the Village Chapel here in Nashville, Tennessee, with your daily devotion. Reading from Colossians chapter one, and then uh, would like to share uh, from Morning and Evening by Charles Haddon Spurgeon a couple of comments on Colossians one. Uh, the letter to the churches in Colossi um, opens up this way Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to the saints and faithful brethren in Christ who are at Colossi. Grace to you and peace from God our Father. We give thanks to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and the love which you have for all the saints. Listen to this. Because of the hope laid up for you in heaven, of which you previously heard in the word of truth, the gospel, which has come to you, just as in all the world, also it is constantly bearing fruit and increasing, even as it has been doing in you also since the day you heard of it and understood the grace of God in truth. Powerful stuff there. And uh, Spurgeon, the prince of preachers, you know, from uh, so many years ago over there in England, he says this, the hope, which he wants to focus in on Colossians 1.5, the hope which is laid up for you in heaven. And this gives us, you know, moves us into that eternal perspective which I think is so important when we living in you know this tiny little slice of space-time history that we live in and everything's swirling like it is and being shaken like it is. And uh, uh, it just seems that what we need is a bigger vision, a greater vision and a hope that's inexhaustible and a joy that can't be quenched at all. Our hope in Christ, Spurgeon says, for the future is the mainspring and the mainstay of our joy here. Let me say that again. Our hope in Christ for the future is the mainspring and the mainstay of our joy here. It will animate our hearts to think often of heaven for all that we can desire is promised there. Here we are weary and tail worn, but yonder is the land of rest where the Sweat of labor shall no more be due the worker's brow, and fatigue shall be forever banished. I love those kinds of words. <laughs> that The sweat of labor shall no more be due the worker's brow. <laughs> Try to use that word be due, this week somewhere. You know, the sweat of your brow gathers, it becomes dew on your brow. I love this I love Spurgeon the way he uses words. But here he says that this hope that we have in Christ is the mainspring and mainsay of our joy here because it animates our hearts, our hearts to think often of heaven, the new heavens and the new earth, not just pie in the sky up in the sky, but as we've studied the book of Revelation, how God's gonna return and set all things right. And we, we're so excited about that. All we can desire, though, is promised there when his kingdom comes in its fullness. Here we are weary and tailworn, but yonder is the land of rest where the sweat of labor shall no more be due the worker's brow, and fatigue shall be forever banished. You just won't be tired anymore. Wow. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? Mm. To those who are weary and spent, the word rest is full of heaven. Rest. It's a beautiful word. Hmm. We are always in the field of battle. We are so tempted within and so molested by foes without that we have little or no peace. But in heaven we shall enjoy the victory when the banner shall be waved aloft in triumph and the sword shall be sheathed and we shall hear our captain say, well done, good and faithful servant. We have suffered bereavement after bereavement, but we are going to the land of the immortal, where graves are unknown things. Here sin is a constant grief to us, but there we shall be perfectly holy, for there shall by no means enter into that kingdom anything which defileth. Hemlock springs not up in the furrows of the celestial fields. Let me say that again. Hemlock, or the poison, springs not up in the furrows of the celestial fields. Oh, is it not joy that you are not to be in banishment forever, that you are not to dwell eternally in this wilderness, but shall soon inherit Canaan? That's the promised land, you remember? Yeah. Nevertheless, let it never be said of us that we are dreaming about the future and forgetting the present, Let the future sanctify the present to highest uses through the Holy Spirit of God. The hope of heaven is the most potent force for the product of virtue. It is a fountain of joyous effort. It is the cornerstone of cheerful holiness. Lord, give me some of that cheerful holiness, yeah. The man who has this hope in him goes about his work with vigor, for the joy of the Lord is his strength. Yeah. You know, I remember times when he used to sing that. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And he used to sing it in a trivializing kind of way. I didn't really mine it for the riches that are present there. Mm. May the joy of the Lord be our strength. Spurgeon finishes up. He says... The person who has this hope in him fights against temptation with ardor for the hope of the next world repels the fiery darts of the adversary. He can labor without present reward for he looks for a reward in the world to come. May the Lord give us an eternal perspective that puts in check all of the fear and all of the despair, uh, all of the frustration of our present world, because our eyes are set on the return of the King and the consummation or the fullness, if you will, of his coming kingdom where things will be set right one day. No more tears, no more sorrow, no more disease, no more death no more racism, no more injustice, Mm. things set right by the Lord who is the righteous king in whom we trust. Let's pray in his name. Lord, thank you for who you are. Thank you for the promise and the hope that we have that one day you will indeed return and set things right. We look forward to that Maranatha come, Lord Jesus, come. Uh, We long for that. Until that day, though, Lord, grant to your people uh, pardon and peace, both, um, as well as faith to trust you, courage to rise again each and every day. And Lord, may we receive Uh, with rejoicing the grace and mercy and forgiveness that you offer us. We pray in Jesus' name and for his sake and for his glory, amen and amen. Have a great day. Daily Devotions with Pastor Jim Thomas is a resource of the Village Chapel in Nashville, Tennessee. If you find this daily devotional beneficial, leave a review and share it with friends and family. For more resources or to support our ministry, visit our website, thevillagechapel.com. Artwork for this podcast by Kim Thomas, music by Phil Kagi.